Okay, we're live for the last session of the first ever Global Masterclass for a power decoration on demand. Thank you so much to everyone who's still with us. I'd love to hear who's been here from the beginning. Uh, thank you to all the speakers as well that have joined throughout the day and are still here with us as well. Really appreciate you taking the time to educate the world on heat printing and a power decoration on demand. So we've got one last happy hour. Um, just to get those final questions in, get everything answered. Don't leave today with questions unanswered. So get them in the chat and we'll fire them all up. Uh, we'll just go quickly round the grid again, just to say a quick hello and you introduce yourself if you want to start off, Dave. Absolutely. Started off this morning's Q&A. Now I get to start this one. Uh, I don't know how I always end up in this position, but guys, I'm so thrilled that you joined us here today. Um, my name is Dave. I'm the content director, and I am so fortunate to be able to to be a part of this education that we bring to you. It's so powerful. And our entire mission here at Stalls is to elevate you as a decorator and help you achieve your goals, whatever that may look like, whether you're a side hustler or just doing this as a hobby or uh, looking to take it full time and make that step. Or if you're a small mid-sized business looking to get to that next level, we're here to support you regardless of what your goals and dreams are. And I'm very fortunate to be here and I love I love everything about today, and I'm so thankful you guys were hanging out. You always kill it in the open. Um, yeah, it's been it's been really great. Uh, excited to be chatting with you all both uh, during the sessions and uh, also um, in the chats. So keep them coming. Loving the questions. Love loving getting to know you guys more. Cool, guys, and uh, Ben here all the way down from Australia, and I've loved being a part of it and being invited to, to join this the cast here and all the presenters. It's been a sensational day. Um, heat transfer has been a big part of my life for odd 17 odd years, and, um, and I love it and being a part of this. And I hope everybody has got um, something to take away to their business throughout the day, something they implement and, and can, you know, grow from there. But uh, excited for those final questions and that the last sort of happy hour of the day, wrap it all up. Okay, Josh, you're next. All right, I'll go next. I just want to say that I came prepared for the happy hour. Um, and I'm not sure if you guys did, but for those of you that did, cheers to you on the other side of the screen. <laughs> and those of you I can't see. Uh, Red Bull. Yeah, powering through the Red Bull over there, no doubt. So I got a little uh, whiskey and ginger ale. Does the job for right now. Drink to you. So cheers to you all. But thank you for joining. I think you know who we are by now. But I just want to say uh, today's been awesome. Um, I love in-person education, but we get to talk to a lot more people that we never would have been able to converse with uh, through this method and um, get to hear questions from all parts of the world. So it's been eye-opening and really cool uh, to hear perspective from all over the place. So thank you for, for showing up and being uh, engaged in the conversation. Thank you very much. Martin, Styles UK. I've been in the industry 33 years and I learned so many things today myself. So I thank you all. Very interesting questions coming in. Uh, brilliant answers as well. I think we've all learned something from customers today internationally as well. Um, I'm, st I'm, blo I'm blown away by the amount of interest there still is in transfers worldwide. It just seems to be getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger heat printing. So glad we're part of it. It's a joy to see you guys uh, once again. Um, and it's fantastic to have so many people registered today and logged in. I think the first session blew me away. I think it was you know hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people worldwide 
real honor, real, real honor. Uh, hi everyone, my name is Molly and I'm obviously Styles UK as we're all sat in the same room, that's pretty obvious. Um, and I focus a lot on the video education that we provide to all of you guys. So having to be a part of today was really, really amazing. And I think the value that it's given to everybody, especially from having people from all over the world presenting has made a massive, massive difference to our audience in the UK, let alone everyone else. So just grateful to be a part of it. And I hope that you've all taken a lot of away from today. Hi, I'm Andy from Stars UK as well. I look after the marketing and education here and I've been here for about six years now and I've really, really enjoyed today in particular. Uh, so much great content from all of the speakers um, and I also just want to take a quick moment just to say thank you to all of the other Styles staff that work behind the scenes today to help make this, help put this all together. really appreciate that. I was really All delayed right, and that. It went around the circle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kelly Walters, guys. And um, two years ago, Jenna Sackett talked about really like humanizing our brand. And I think that over the last year, we've done a lot with bringing our community together as a whole. And I think it speaks volumes that we've been able to bring UK, US and Australia together. So it's not just about building a community you know, with where you are, it's about as a, as a whole, right? So getting perspectives from different countries and then just being able to hear from a variety of people that have a lot of passion for this industry. I think this is key. Um, you can clearly tell that we love what we do and we're really here to just help you. We want to see you succeed, not just get products in your hands. So I, I think it's been a great day. Okay, let's get stuck into some questions then. So first question from Brooke, what type of storage system do high capacity businesses use for storing logos? We have approximately 600 different SKUs of logos and are looking for a more lean and efficient way to store them. Ben, I can see your hand up. Do you want to take this one? <laughs> well, no, I know Brooke and I know these guys as well, but I, I want to hear from you guys because um, in the States, obviously with plastisol transfers and, and buying them and storing them, that sort of thing. You guys actually, we've, we've sort of had discussions in-house, that sort of thing, but um, I'd actually love to hear from you guys. And Josh, you know, you guys might have some ideas on how you could store transfers where you've got lots of units of um, different types of designs, that sort of thing. That's what they're after. What's the best way to do it? Yeah, typically, um, I've seen it several different ways. Um, I lean towards um, stackable bins um, and open bins, which kind of goes against keeping humidity away. So if you have a, a controlled environment where you know the transfers are going to last, that's relatively low humidity, you can leave those transfers open in the bins. What I'll see is a lot of companies actually utilizing poly bags with the Desi packs to protect the integrity of the transfer and seal those, um, and then um, storing those in uh stackable bins right and you can buy stackable bins uh, to where you can view through and see in them where you can put a label or a sticker on the outside and they're very flexible and can fit in lots of different spaces with different uh, sizes to accommodate different sizes of transfers um and then we've been toying with the idea and this is this is new but i'll share it anyways um it, you know in a mail room you have the mailbox slot where you can put the transfer in one side and pull it out of the other side um, so we've been trying to find a way to think through how we can pre-stage the transfers because the transfers sometimes are getting there before the garment does. That's how quick delivery is, especially if you're running stuff in-house. And so we've been playing around with that sort of open binning system so we can actually stage from the transfer side and then pick at a bin location uh, to stage when the garment is received and comes in. And I'll just say you'll see a lot from stalls in the next year around simplifying 
uh, shop management and some of these challenges uh, to help your business grow. So it's a little teaser. So that's what I've seen and that's what I recommend. I don't know if anybody else has an, uh, other ideas they'd like to share. I second the bins. The bins are definitely a great way to go. Even for staging with apparel items too, when the orders come in to be able to move them through a shop, keep them clean. Um, I've seen so many decorators who are doing heat printing on demand uh, with smaller bin sizes or larger bins for bulk orders. But it's just a great way. Josh mentioned clear and see through. So you could say like, oh, those are the red shirts and there are red shirts in there or just to, like, to look and see, oh, yes, those are the navy blue transfers I need without having to open them. Saves time and, and any business time is money. Excellent. Good question. Thanks for thanks for asking it. Okay, next question. I know you offer sample packets of each type of application, but how can I get a customized option of each application, application, including the different trends that we've seen in our masterclass today that uses my company name in the sample instead, even if there's a cost for it? Uh, where is Tanisha located, I wonder? Does anybody know that? Anybody know that? Or can you chime back in with that, Tanisha? Texas. Oh, so U.S. market. Okay, cool. Um, so I, I guess let's talk about sampling and custom logos uh, for the U.S. market. Kelly or Jenna, you want to take that one? You want it? Go for it, girl. <laughs> nah, look, it's like a hot potato, I felt like. <laughs> well, yeah. So, okay. Um, when it comes to the samples, we offer a variety of different sample packs. So if you're looking for customized, the best thing that I can recommend is, is getting connected with your area or territory manager. Um, building that relationship with somebody that has the ability to really customize what you need. And I don't mean customize and using your logo to to make a transfer. I mean, customize to understand your business, understand the quantity, the, the type of logo that you're working with. That's going to be the best way to really maximize what you need. If you're looking for um, an array of what Stalls has to offer, that's almost impossible just because of the amount of products that we have. So the best thing you can do is just really build that relationship and get connected. And if you don't know who that person is, then I guarantee you there's four people right here that can at least get you directed in that, you know, person. Patrick Corbel uh, for, <laughs> for Texas. So that he's your guy. Um, and then I'll add to that the, the direct to film transfers we've been pretty much advocating for all day have no minimum order quantity. So you can upload your logo, your client's logo, order as little as one uh, to get that sample in at a very low cost. That's one of the benefits. And all of the dimensional emblems and patches, you'll have to pay a $30 setup fee in the US market for the logo and about a 15 to $20 sample fee. But for 50 bucks, um, you get that. And you said, not worried about the money. You get that logo that you've uploaded in leather and flex style. And I showed this a little earlier, but I don't know if you were in the session, like here's how that comes in. Like you literally get this card, you get your flex style sample in the client logo, get the leather patches, sorry, get the leather patches, you get it all ready to, ready to go just like that. Right. And so that's a great way to do a collection of, of different custom logos. Or if you have a vinyl cutter, you can buy different vinyls and cut it and weed it yourself. Yeah, the only issue with, uh, you know, I'd say screen printed transfers are probably the most challenging to get your custom logo, but the minimum is only six. So if you're willing to spend the money, you could certainly do it. And with that, you can gang a sheet, right? So you could do a left chest, you could do headwear, you can do pockets, bags. Like you have that surface area to work with. So yeah, it's six, six sheets that you have to fill, but don't look at it as just one logo 
it's not six logos. It could be 12, 24, depending on how you maximize that that area. I, I got a new game. I think every time somebody says gang sheet, Dave Stop Connor it. should drink. Dave Connor should drink every time somebody says gang sheet because he gets so excited. <laughs> it that's is. Two. I that's, mean, that's two. You know. Gang sheet. <laughs> but I, 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 to add on to that and uh, to use the gang sheet, <laughs> that uh, that even if you're doing a job, say it's just white ink for a 48 piece order, I guarantee you're going to be able to find room on that sheet to uh, gang sheet to, <laughs> to to be able to put your logo as a left chest or even as like if it's just like a horizontal. Um, be able to find that. And you could do that with all of the Alter Color products uh, that are the hybrid transfers as well. Uh, but of course, Max, you could order by, on its own. Uh, so there is there is a way, if you have a job for a customer, just be able to throw that uh, on the gang sheet. Yeah. And we in the UK, we have the same products. So Alter Color Max, Alter Color, screen printed heat transfers. So if, UK customers have got the same question. We've got you covered as well. I was gonna say you didn't say it. <laughs> Molly, where is yours? Sorry, I know I, it's over there. I, I sat down before we started and didn't get up again. <laughs> we can give you a break. <laughs> All right, it's only water. I think I'll survive. The next question, please. Any suggestions ah. for decorating youth hats on the IQ three hundred and sixty hat press? No, <laughs> like, like, um, so I, I, not a recommendation I can give, uh, some people have done some things to the machine that I would not recommend that would be an issue for your warranty. Um, but, um, I think that the end result is, um, we need a youth 360 IQ in time. I just don't know if there's enough volume there. Um, uh, but youth caps are currently the limitation on this press. If it won't fit over this lower platen, uh, and a lot of youth caps won't, it creates an issue. Um, I have some people that have removed this cap and used like the the smaller version, but then you lose the rubber pad, right? And so kind of lose some of the feature and functionality, but you can try that. Just be very careful because it gets super hot when you're loading that cap uh, on that bare metal without this pad in the way. Okay, who's next? Is there a lower heat platen for the Hotronics Fusion? from Heidi. Good, okay, Jenna. Good question, Heidi. Great question. Uh, technically, no. Technically. So we recommend our power platens for the Hotronics Autoclam uh, because there isn't a draw, right? That's our limitation with the Fusion. If you're going to be using the draw feature, it's going to pull on that cord that's connected to the controller. Um, but if you're not using the draw function, technically you can use it, but we don't yeah, recommend the, it. In the U.S. market, we're unable to recommend it for safety and ULCE certification reasons. So technically it will fit, but we are not able to uh, recommend that you use it uh, with the Fusion. If you are going to use it with the Fusion, that's at your own risk. And like, remember that, do you remember the club? Did they sell the club in your countries that you used to put on the steering wheel of the car to protect it from being stolen? <laughs> Did they do that in the yeah. UK? You remember those old commercials? Yeah, I said, we need a club for the draw on the fusion. So people attach the club <laughs> and then they can use the power flat. Just zip tie it. Yeah, can zip tie. Zip there tie? you go. Yeah. 
Just before we move on as well, I want to point out that we've done a bit, a few things with the power patterns over the last few months with like our athleisure series and stuff. Um, and we always recommend that if people are using power patterns, we tend to lean more towards the dual and the single air just from a pressure point of view so that you're not overpressuring the power pattern and like damaging it. And if you're in our last session, make sure you add extra electricity because the power platen is going to pull electricity uh, as well. When starting out, do you suggest stocking up on blanks? And how do you suggest equal out which colors and size? So when you're starting out, do you suggest stocking up on blanks? And how do you decide on which colors and sizes to get started with? Good question. So I think there's going to be lots of opinions on this. Who wants to lead us off? Ben, you've been quiet. You want to lead us off? I had, look, you know, there, there's so much good chat. Um, I don't know. It depends on your business model, but with suppliers these days, like it's so, there's so much variety out there, right? Um, I would stock up on on garments for sampling to be able to show and demonstrate if somebody was to walk in the door or you were to see somebody or to do testing and, and see the type of styles that you like. But I wouldn't necessarily, if I'm starting out to go, I need to hold stock. Okay, the idea of supplies these days is to be able to place an order online quickly for it to be dispatched and sent to you as quickly as possible for you to be able to place a order online with a transfer supplier and they both come together into your shop with, you know, roughly the same time. Sometimes transfers even arrive earlier, right? So it's print on demand. And, um, and maybe back in the day you had to hold stock to be a viable business, but certainly not anymore. And nobody wants to be left with stock that you've bought that you can't move, the wrong sizes or the wrong colours, right? So uh, would I hold stock? Um, my recommendation to any of our clients is you, you buy the stock that you're selling for an order. If you want to hold stock, hold it for a demonstration purpose, hold it for testing purposes, hold it for uh, to see what you like in terms of styles and things, but not to hold stock to sell unless your business model was very specific this is the style and sizes and you had some history behind you in terms of what you're already moving and anything anybody wants to add to that i would just add that under in the uk specifically if you order by four o'clock it tends to ship same day anyway so it really you really don't need it and, and there's, you, no, minimums there's no minimums um and as well if you go onto someone like Rallywise, you you can go and see what their stock levels are anyway so you can start to realize what they always have in stock so you know you can get it straight away um, and conversely you can realize what they don't tend to have in stock so don't offer that product to your clients if you're not going to be able to offer it again in a month's time yeah it's a good point in our, in, in england we find that a lot of customers try and buy loads and loads of samples it's never a good plan you've never got the right color the right finish the right shape for the the, the people that you're pitching to anyway so some really nice items, a few samples, showing off your badges. You can put multiple prints on one garment. You don't have to have yeah. separate pieces. Um, and just hang on to your cash. You don't really need to, uh, to, to go crazy because everything is on demand. Like you said, even the shirts, the prints, everything. Um, we have some customers over in England that would, they'll fill a whole showroom with like big high-vis jackets and things. They spent three or 4,000 pounds. They haven't gotten order yet. So uh, yeah, keep your, put, keep your money in your pocket. Go and see if you knock on a few doors. Um, be focused with it. You can always order samples as and when you need them. Um, and just hang on to your cash, really. You don't really need to outlay too much. Not in this day and age, anyway. And if you need to create samples and you've got a little bit of an inkling with it, you get some flat layers off of Canva, you superimpose, just to give people kind of a, a design solution of what they could have. 
um, and market that way. Don't 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 tie up loads and loads of garments. So I agree. Um, I'm going to present an alternate point of view, uh, just because I literally uh, had this scenario yesterday. Um, so a lot of it depends on your location, right? And in your client's SLA or demand. And so here in very rural southwestern Pennsylvania, unfortunately, uh, we had a client that was very specific that they wanted Sanmar Blanks, a popular uh, distributor wholesaler in the U.S. Um, and Sanmar is a two-day transit from our facility, right? And the SLA for the program uh, needed to be that the order would ship in, in two days, right? And so uh, we had the direct-to-film coming in quicker, uh, but we had to have the blanks in one day or the program wasn't going to work. And so we had two options. Uh, one is to take a basic inventory of the top moving blanks and then run replenishments. Um, and, or two was to pay for expedited freight. And when we uh, ran the math on it, it made sense to stock you know, some core basics for quick turn. Uh, to be able to service the program. But again, inventory management, making sure that there's some client commitment to move through those blanks and we just stay really lean. Like we may inventory six, right, of a style. I'm not talking about 50s or, or even dozens and then just replenish as soon as that gets down to one or two. Um, so just something to consider. It depends on your location, but certainly I would hold no to inventory. I agree if you're within a transit time that is acceptable for your turn time uh, for your client and your relationship. The way I look at it is like, that's cash, right? So if you've got five, six different styles and you've got four in each different size, next thing you know, you're small, you're medium and you're large sell out and you're stuck with extra large. But then you go in and you're replenishing these other sizes. Next thing you know, you're going to go grow from having 20 in stock to 50. And that's going to be money that is just sitting on the shelf. So obviously it really depends on your business, because if you're going to be e-commerce, somebody's placing an order on Instagram or TikTok, at TikTok and it needs to ship, then you have to set that, set that expectation that when your three larges are gone, they're gone. And that color quantity is not going to be restocked until you decide to restock that entire size. Otherwise, there should be an expedited fee onto it or a, you know, hey, we're going to reorder this for you. If we can get four more pieces, then we'll fulfill your order. Um, you know, if it's if it's e-commerce and print on demand, then you have to be extremely careful with the amount of product that you have, you know, ready to pull from because, it happens very, very quickly that you have an excess amount of product that you are no longer using with the designs that you are coming out with, you know, every season. And it, it sounds like a beautiful plan when you can make $15 on a sweatshirt, but then your $15 is now sitting in that blank garment that is right behind you. Right. So it's, it's, you have to understand your business and, and really what your, your setup is. Yeah. Measure your inventory turns, right? That's the most important thing. So whether it's mm -hmm. 10 or a million, um, measure the inventory turns and make sure those products are moving through at a good rate. If you can't measure that and don't have that sophistication, then maybe you don't want to hold stock. Okay. I knew that one would get a lot of answers, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> um, I do want to say like for our folks backstage, I know I, I saw the note, like there's a lot of good questions in the Q&A section. I'm not sure if we're able to pull those up on screen or how that works. Um, so if we can't pull that on screen, just message me in the back and I'll just read those questions aloud because I can navigate to them. But let's take the next question we have planned here. Okay. What are best practices for reducing the extra blanks on hand because of slightly overordering on sizes, colors, in case of mistakes and issues with the blanks? Question from Amy. 
So I could kind of jump in, and this isn't necessarily, we might want to leave that question up because I'm going to go off script. Is, <laughs> every no. print shop that I've ever worked in, whether it be you know a retail or a business to business, there's always been a, a spoilage rate. So it's usually typically most shops that I worked in were 10% where it would be over or under. So when it's just the, when you, when you, you know, ruin one garment, you would refund the customer for that and say, this is part of just our terms of service, uh, that there is a spoilage rate. Now I, I always advocate for ordering extra, especially if you're using a new decoration technique that you haven't used or decorating on a garment that you haven't before. Um, and do it with the sizes that you're going to start with. So a, you know, if it's a medium or small, uh, start with that size first so that you have those extras in that size. And then you typically shouldn't have any issues through the rest of the run. I would just say in the UK, uh, if we over, if we over order stuff and if you can turn the jobs quick, so you're still within a certain amount of days, you can just send them back. I mean, if you're not going to use them ever, send them back, get a credit on your account and order something else that you will print on instead. Brilliant. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> so simple, but so like, that's like so practical. Great tip. Okay. At the moment, I have students uh, bring in their own shirt to press their design on, but I would like to start getting apparel in bulk. What are suggestions for getting textile samples free or at very low cost? Maybe there is a forum that outlines quality and cost, et cetera, from Tyler. Yeah, and I believe this was specific to Canada. I think you got to connect with a wholesale supplier in your country um, mm. and see a lot of them have sampling programs. Uh, a lot of them will have traveling reps where they may come out uh, with a garment rack and their display of selection. Uh, depending on the size of your business and the opportunity and present to you. Otherwise, um, I think looking up one of the big, I believe they're imprint shows uh, in Canada, the national show in Canada, um, and making your way out to a convention where those blank apparel wholesalers are displaying is a great way to explore the, the choices in fabrics. Yeah, and Rochelle Manning earlier in our um, blank or our sustainability panel, she mentioned um, Sanmar in Canada being a good resource. So that would be a good starting point. And get in touch with the um, partners in the expo area. The Their details will still be in the expo area on the top tab. So just go in there, send them an email, get in touch and start a conversation with them. Yeah. yeah. OK. Dave, we are looking to design for Family Dollar and Walmart. What do you suggest we use for our transfers? I think you know the answer. <laughs> for I would imagine Family Dollar and, and Walmart would be uh, bulk fulfillment. Um, so definitely, uh, depending on your artwork, because I don't want to assume that it's a one or three color. Uh, but if you're in the higher quantities uh, for both of those and you want to match that screen printed look and feel, screen printed transfers uh, in the US market, the goof proof transfers from Transfer Express are um, my favorite. Uh, and yeah, if you're going to be producing those, you want to be producing those efficiently. So that four to six second application with a hot peel is really going to make a huge impact for your business. Then you can gang sheet them. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> was that was that the ploy? We're just trying to say gang cheat. Put Family Dollar and Walmart all on one. But that's a tremendous opportunity, whether for the companies themselves or whether to retail through them. Um, good for you. Absolutely yeah. fantastic. Yeah, congratulations. I feel bad. Heidi Heidi commented that she's batting zero because I think she has two questions and we were no and no on this <gasps> question. So Heidi, hit us with another question. Maybe we can maybe we can get a positive outcome here. Okay, when and where is the next large trade show for decorated apparel? Kelly, you look like you, you want to take this one. <laughs> no, I'm just really excited for uh, Printing United in Atlanta in a couple of weeks because we're all going to be there. Um, so it's going to be one of those moments where uh, like it, it really is the community of stalls that comes together, like I was talking about in the very beginning. So it's not only just a U.S. perspective, you're going to get all of the perspectives possible. So even if you're in the U.S. attending it, I still think it's fantastic to get perspectives from wherever because you never know what you're going to learn that's going to be implemented uh, or could be implemented for your business. But what is that? The 16th? I think I fly on the 16th. So what is that? The 18th, 19th and 20th of October. So um, Printing United, Atlanta, go do it now. Go sign up. Agree. Book well, your flight. Book your flight. It's going to be a big one. Um, I'm hearing great things about the apparel segment um, at that show. Um, and it really becoming like the premier place to connect uh, nationally and globally um, for apparel uh, in the U.S. market. You can see the best of print technology from different industries, uh, from the packaging industry to the to the large format industry, figure out how that applies to apparel. But then certainly a dedicated space on the floor that's going to cover, you know, uh, the apparel segment and convergence. Stalls will have a huge booth. I don't know how many classes we have, but I'm going to say we have at least a dozen in-person education opportunities um across the board hands-on stuff uh future state stuff press conferences podcasts i mean we're loaded up uh we're gonna have the best of the best there to engage with you so it's totally worth the flight in a couple days to atlanta printingunited.org i believe is the website but we can confirm that in the chat we can't wait we can't wait for that. Yeah. we can't wait or is, is everybody literally coming martin the whole team there yeah, is coming yeah it's all of us Fantastic. Awesome. We've got colleagues from uh, Europe in Germany coming as well. So, yeah, no, be a, we're pumped for it. It'd be fantastic. Okay, Josh, what type of press do you suggest for starting out with? Um, so this, this comes down to budget um, a lot. Um, but I would say don't start out with less than the press that's sitting beside me here, the Hotronics Auto Clam. That, that's a press that can decorate for large businesses and many huge factories own it, but it's also the right press to start with as well. Um, and the reason why a heat press investment is fairly inexpensive in the US, you know, $2,500 or less for a full setup with a heat press like this, you can check out the packages, but that's not a lot of money. I think I showed you earlier in the in the sale price cost that we're gonna be delivering, you know, at least 200 bucks or $100 an hour back to our business and profit after paying ourselves. So you run this machine, and sell it out for half of a week, 15 hours of a 40 hour work week, you've paid the machine off and you're gonna be happy that customers are going to come back uh, because the prints that you're creating are gonna last. So um, if budget's a factor, I'd go with no less than this at 2,500. If budget is not a factor, I would definitely go directly to the air model press and you will absolutely never look back, whether that's a single air fusion or the dual air fusion, 
Um, and the reason I say that isn't just for the automation, it's for, again, what you can print with it. That Fusion footprint allows you to load a sleeve and leg platen that you can't load on this machine. I have to use a pillow, right? Because the footprint's wider. So it gives me maximum use of the platens and ability to use power platens as well, right? The manual fusion doesn't let you use power platens. We cover that. The air fusion does. The dual air fusion does. So if you can afford $5,000 price point, go straight to the air and you'll never regret it. Okay. Have we got any more questions? We're not stopping if we don't have any more questions. <laughs> Oh, oh. oh <laughs> <That's really> <laughs> what's that? Next question. She posted her own question, Victoria. <laughs> <come on. laughs> I love it. Uh, Dave, I think you're up next, aren't you? Haven't you got one tomorrow? We Is do. Uh, really want to get stuck straight into it. Yep, from Transfer Express, we have our. Uh, I want to say quarterly, but I think it happens like every really, yeah more than quarterly, but we have our Toaster Transfers event uh, tomorrow night, 7 p.m. Eastern time here in the United States. Uh, I will be behind the scenes, but we have a very talented presenter, Stephanie, who will be uh, on, on camera in the studio that I was presenting from today. A little too late to buy the kit. I believe they even sold out, um, so we don't have them uh, in stock anymore. But that's kind of like a fun press along. We call it like the make and sip or like the the wine and design, but it's uh, just a real casual, fun night of decorating. We're going to decorate some real spooky stuff for Halloween, um, but we have another one coming up uh, even, I want to say, in November. That'll be all kind of holiday-themed, uh, and you could get the kit. Uh, you could pre-purchase it so it arrives, and you could press along very similar to uh, the, the class that Josh did today with the troubleshooting and going through the decorations, but they're usually themed for the time of year that we do it. We've been doing that for almost two years and it is a riot every time. It's like this happy hour, but we decorate too safely, of course, around heat. We don't want anybody getting burned. Okay. Great. How about you, Kelly? Have you got, have you, are you podcasting this week or they let you have the week off? Oh, oh come on, Andy. Um, <laughs> no rest. <laughs> No, um, I fly home uh, late tomorrow night, so I will be doing the podcast on Friday. Um, Dave took it, or Dave took it. Dave had to cover it last Friday because I was um, in Chicago. So, um, yep, it'll be me Friday, so in two days. And then um, the only day it will change is Printing United, and that's because we have so much education going on that whenever we are at a show, we always try to 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 loop that in like we want people that are not at those shows to still feel like they're part of the shows but still you know give them the the type of education and and friendly touches that we're used to so you'll see me go live on instagram right before and then we'll pop on live on you know all of the other platforms since it seems like it's like octopus arms on where we're at how about you i'm ben? sure you we'll got go. any virtual events lined up for the folks in australia <laughs> We don't, uh, virtual events, I don't think we have any virtual after this booked in, but we do have a in-person masterclass running uh, the first week of November. So I think it's the third and fourth or fourth and fifth. So that um, the info for that goes out next week, I think is the EDM and we're dropping that. So um, very similar to this, but it's, a, it's effectively a two-day course with the first day being very theory based on all your fabric, your heat presses, how-tos, troubleshooting, 
including um, all the accessories, so everything that we've sort of gone through. And then day two for us is very hands-on. So people are literally in front of a press all day pressing through. And the first part of the day is using, uh, they get a goodie bag effectively. It's got literally like a cooler bag and an umbrella and it's got a jacket and it's got a vest, a puffer vest, and it's got um, a T-shirt because like if you can press these other things, you can press a T-shirt, I promise you. So we press all of the challenging stuff and then in the afternoon, it's all about production setup. So what we just had our previous sort of setting up production space, it's all about making the dollar. So it's about setting up your workspace um, and getting those applications. And we show people not just on an automatic fusion, but also on your STX, like your clamshell, that you can do a hundred presses in an hour. So you do 50 presses in 25 minutes, and then we change it over and you go to a different product on a different machine and you do another 25 minutes, 50 presses. And um, yeah, it's a two day course. That's our little version of our masterclass here. Um, any plan for Aubrey, we definitely will. We've got a new building in the works sort of over the next sort of six, 12 months. So we'll be doing the Aubrey. This one's in Brisbane. Um, but keep an eye out if you're in Australia and you want to do a masterclass hands-on, uh, it is going to be happening first week of November. So keep out, look out for the EDMs. Fantastic. And uh, myself and Molly will be live again next Friday, 12 p.m. UK time. And that'll be on YouTube, Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, and TikTok. So come join us. Okay, I have a question around which transfers we can apply with a hat press that only has top heated platen. Does this mean we cannot apply any rubberized slash uh, leather patches, etc., that require heat from the back? So uh, there's, I would say you can't accommodate the full hat marketplace uh, with top heat only um, with dimensional patches, uh, because what you'll find is you're going to damage a lot of the caps that are out there. Performance caps, structured caps, acrylic caps are going to be off limits with top heat only with dimensional patches. Uh, can you do caps with dimensional patches with top heat only? Absolutely. You're going to want to look towards unstructured caps. Uh, caps that are fabricated with like cotton or twill fabric. Uh, there's a selection, mm -hmm. but you'll just have to stay a little bit limited uh, in your product selection. Um, and then also, I'll just say you want to make sure you're really following the longer dwell time that's suggested. Uh, because when we hear about problems where patches are peeling off, um, usually it's because you haven't been able to reach the melting point of the adhesive, which happens best from underneath. So can you do it? Yes. Do I think you should swing and get a 360 IQ 1000%? Um, yep. Because I'm telling you, you will pay this off after 200 hats. That's what we're seeing. Little, look, a little one for us when we're, if somebody's got a single and they just want to get through a job or they want to try it, um, my little tip on getting it to work is don't have your transfer put the cap down or even the base plate heat the base plate up first then put your cap on then do a press and heat the fabric up of the cap first like josh was saying heat it up you know make sure it's molded on there and it's it's nice and tight you've got no creases or thing but you've got plenty of heating get the moisture out of the fabric then you go for your transfer over the top and as josh said longer dwell time follow the instructions but um if you take those precautions of of getting heat into the fabric and everything first you will hopefully have the best chance of getting a dimensional transfer to apply if you're using only top heat but um yeah certainly much harder without the 360. any idea how long from ordering would we receive the 360 hat press 
And about 10 business. Good. In the UK, uh, I mean, it's about almost two o'clock. So if you order by 4 p.m., 4 p.m. today, today, it will ship. So next day shipping. (laughs) Next day arrival even. So I'll be with you on... Friday. Slowly turning off over here. <laughs> do you have inventory in Australia, Ben? Yeah, we certainly do. We've got plenty of inventory actually. So uh, we typically, yeah, same deal. If it's this early in the morning, we get them out. We make sure that they're all packaged and, and whatnot. Um, they typically go out same day. If not, it's the next day for sure. So we like to always make sure we check, make sure everything's there. Uh, we've also with a lot of the presses in Australia, we've actually got to send them out on a little skid. So it's just a custom booking for a freight provider to come and pick it up. That's the only thing. So as long as it's earlier in the day, same day dispatch, otherwise next day. And it's typically no more than one night to two nights to most locations where people are buying presses, unless it's the far other side of the country. So our friends in Australia and the UK have uh, taken all of our heat presses from the US factory. So uh, in the US right now, uh, 360 IQ has been popular because of inventory in other countries and because of just the business we did at the last show in Fort Worth. And so right now we're running about five to seven business days from order until it ships out of Hotronics while we uh, work to make more and catch up. Good news is we just added about 30,000 more square feet to Hotronics. So I think many of you are coming in for a ribbon cutting there. And so we're expanding, becoming more efficient and making a lot more heat presses into the future. All right. Hi guys. Is there a possibility for the Fusion IQ becoming an auto open press? Everything starts with an idea. So appreciate you sharing it. So um, we do have uh the air fusion iq that's an auto open press so that would be our solution today um and so we really just have to balance is it worth making the manual machine auto open where does that take the price i think it takes it pretty close to the air fusion so we've made the decision to kind of keep it at that 2500 ish price point uh, in the us and, and keep it manual so right now there isn't that possibility without going to an air operated model And he showed a bag he did. How did he do it and what brand did he use? So this is a PU travel bag that I fused on uh, the other day. So this was from Bagbase, um, which is available in all of Europe. I'm not sure it's available in the US. Uh, can correct me on that. Not so yet. no, not yet. So that again, that was another win for the 360 hat press because it just hooked on there nice and easy. Uh, I used a a high-build vinyl, but you could put pretty much any product on top of it, and there was not a mark on it afterwards. I feel like we should start using the word fuse. Uh, (laughs) I I picked that up today. I'm telling you, I said that in my class. You did it? Okay, you're already early adopter. Okay. I did. Base in the UK is available from all of the wholesalers, the Rallywise, BTC, all of those guys over here. Same in Europe, Uh, Balkan Ross and other other big players. One for you, Josh. Which 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 whiskey are you using this happy hour? So I have a confession. It's actually um, a bourbon and not a whiskey because I ran out of my Jim Beam, which is my typical whiskey, <laughs> and so I had to move over because I wasn't didn't want to drink a straight bourbon um, to uh, Woodford Reserve, and so I mixed it with a little splash of ginger ale. Ben, is it place for a visit in Brisbane Coffee Bit slash Beer going there in February? 
in 100% there is. So we, we've got a coffee machine there ready to go for anybody who visits. Um, beer, look, you know what? If it's towards the end of the week, there's beer in the fridge too. But um, no, we <laughs> welcome anybody to come uh, and have a look at the Brisbane showroom. You can see it in the background. That's our sort of showroom uh, there. We've got all of the presses. We've got all of the transfers up there and we're able to sort of take through and, and show any anybody who comes and says hello, uh, able to sort of show them the whole room and whatnot and spend a bit of time with them. It's awesome. All right, are we out of questions? Uh, oh, we dropped our friends. Are they behind the scene? <laughs> the panel was okay. They, oh, they expired. It's way All right, too we're late. On our, they said we're done. It's closing time. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I guess that was last call, everybody. So I guess uh, we'll wrap this baby up. Um, I, I don't know. Um, let's just go around the horn one time and uh, just share like, Either what was your favorite thing uh, that you learned today or a prediction uh, you have for heat printing and, and kind of what's next. So those are big topics. I'll give you a second to breathe. Something you learned today or something you're predicting for heat printing and what's next. Who wants to lead us off? Go, Dave. Yeah, Dave, you're a you fearless leader. I always got to go first. Um, <laughs> I, was, I was floored by the engagement. I was floored by the questions. Um, and... Just the the level of interest and I mean I, I every single show we go to and anytime I really get in front of a lot of decorators I'm floored by the passion they have for bettering themselves uh, and and really at, like just dedicating so much time to learning uh, and that is that's so important for so many businesses outside of even the decorating industry. Um, and I'm absolutely floored by it. I learned what a fizzy is, um, if <laughs> which is essentially a soda. Um, but for our our, uh, we don't have fun words in in the U.S. like we do elsewhere around the globe. Um, but to see the similarities and the differences in audiences too uh, from a global audience was just really eye opening and absolutely fantastic. Uh, to to you know, kind of, we don't get the exposure to the the, the global audience just like we do with um, uh, you know with the the shows that we have here in the states. So uh, that was absolutely phenomenal. Awesome, Martin. Did your battery die in your computer? Yeah, we had to put another fifty cents in the meter. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's two a.m. They wanted us to go to bed. Yeah, we're, we're, we've got full of energy, but the cameras and everything just died. That's right. We're just wrapping up. So what we started with is uh, we're doing just a quick around the horn on something you learned today or a prediction for heat transfer uh, in the industry as we move forward, as we kind of close off our night. So Dave let us off. He took all the answers. Jenna, you want to follow? Why do I always have to follow him? Because okay, you're like just right that. beside him. On the, you're on my the best. Um, I did learn a lot. Actually, I think Ben did a great education uh, session on the DTF versus DTG versus screen print. Um, sometimes you need that refresher, uh, or if you're like me and you don't understand DTG or screen print as in depth as that went, um, it was just really good to have some takeaways from that that I can utilize in conversations with clients and understand where they're coming from in that perspective. Um, so really great job, Ben. Uh, Kelly and Molly did a phenomenal job on the trends. Um, it's good to see that a lot of the trends we talk about are being implemented all over. So um, if I was going to um, 
I don't know, say, keep an eye out on something, then it would be any of the trends that were mentioned today, whether that be print finishes, garment trends, or even implementing more sustainable practices. Excellent. Kelly? Oh, you didn't go to Ben. You hey. <laughs> um, so like my biggest thing was you, you really have to be an advocate for your business. So we've talked about like kind of what Jenna said, you know, the, the global trends, like Molly and I, like she said in our class, like we, we sat there for probably an hour and went over things that we have seen in retail. And we found that we were seeing them both, right? I'm smack dab in the middle of the United States and Kansas. And what goes on the West Coast and the East Coast is typically different than what happens where I'm at. However, I pay heavy attention to what goes on both coasts. So to know that Molly is seeing some of the trends that I'm seeing and to be able to talk to apparel decorators, I think it's just verification that you really have to know your business and your niche. And if you go out and you say, this is what I am seeing, this is what the next trend is going to be, then you're creating that impact with your customer and you're creating that loyalty and they're going to trust you and utilizing you to decorate their apparel. So it's really believing in yourself that what you're seeing or what you're forecasting is, is actually coming to fruition. So just have faith in, in who you are as a decorator. Great, great advice uh, to our stalls UK team. Uh, does anybody want to share either a prediction or something you learned today? I mean, I think there was a lot to learn in those uh, cost calculations, so finance ones. I think a lot of people will be watching the back a few times uh, just to take everything in, let it sink in. And you know, we, we always say, don't forget to pay yourself. That's always a big one, but so many people still forget to do that. And it's just thinking about how you can optimize every single aspect of your shop and everything you do, like with the setups here, every five, 10 seconds you can save is always massive. Um, I just want to say it was really encouraging to see how many people joined us from the beginning, how many people still here, uh, and a commitment to education and continuing to improve. And you know, after today, going on and learning more and more and more, which I'm sure that everyone will do, it's just going to put everyone's business in a in a great spot. I that's not on. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. I, I, I watched you start, and I was like, I'm just going to let go. I'm just going to let. Go. <laughs> <laughs> that is fantastic. <laughs> I think the, the thing that I mean, everything that we did today was really, really great and educational. And I think, like I said already, everyone's going to take so much from it. Um, but the thing that I've really been focusing on, in particular, with our sort of YouTube content recently, has been troubleshooting and different fabric types. They're the two things that we get a hell of a lot of questions on, um, whether it's just people are being a bit braver now and they're exploring sort of more sensitive fabrics or with the opportunities that, you know, Hotronics heat presses offer, they're being a bit braver in, you know, just exploring different placements, fabrics, decoration types, etc. cetera. Um, so I think just covering all of that was really great for everyone listening. And it's given me some ideas to create some new YouTube content. So yeah, that was a, a win for me. Good, good. I don't, obviously don't need a mic. <laughs> um, for me, the thirst for uh, information and education uh, is, is stronger than ever. So we have to carry on with this. We have to keep helping those customers. I would love to for us all to expand on the costing and pricing. Josh did a fantastic job. You could see some very deep questions there. People really wanted to know. It is a deep dive. Um, it can be challenging for some. We're in an industry full of creative people, so I think they find the creative side easier. 
the business side less so, but they have to nail that to win. And we want them to succeed. You know, that's why we're all here. That's why we all have this passion. We, you know, it's very rewarding for us when we help other people and they grow and they achieve all the goals they want to achieve. We don't want them to suffer. But starting right with the numbers in place, uh, with a plan and a, and, a, and a plan for growth and success is, is, is essential. So I'd love to expand on that for the customers and all the attendees that have jumped on this uh, today. It's been, a, it's been a, an eye-opener for me. I think we really should uh, expand on that. I think that'd be great for them. Ben? Um, and look, it's been phenomenal just being a part of this, obviously. Velflex here, at, you know, it's the Styles group and, and being invited into that is just super exciting. But um, the Australians that have sort of started out, they started at 9pm and they've gone through the night. You know, I know Snowy's been there through the whole thing. Good on her. Uh, you've killed it. Uh, really impressed. But also just the excitement around it. And we've had lots of Aussies and so many names that I've seen popping up. So um, that's really exciting. But also for us, uh, you know, we, we often feel like we're <laughs> we on the beers. Um, I feel like uh, we often run our own race down here in Australia, you know, and the, the rest of the world is so big, you know, and they, they don't look to Australia for trends. They, they, they're running their own race, right? But it, it's so, it's comforting to know that they're, what we experience, what they're like, we actually are sharing the same information. And um, and I do what I want to take from this, what I've learned. Like we we talk about, you know, pressure, you know, reducing the base plate down. You got to reduce the pressure. And there's a question, oh, is there a ratio to how much pressure you should drop off going to a different size plate? And I was like, oh, gee, we've never defined that down. I wish we could do that. And here I'm looking, Dave's got the, he's got a chart, you know, <laughs> um, and you guys, when you're talking about transfers and and I was like, oh, we've, we've got to, you know, in educating our clients, we're all talking the same language, but we can we can share this information so much better. And, um, and if we can help grow our industry through education, like, our businesses grow, our clients' businesses grow, you know, like this This is what feeds and puts food onto the family's tables and things like that. And so if we can we, if we can take this education and do more of these sorts of days, it's it's exciting to think um, how our industry is going. It's a very exciting space right now. Like I, um, we've been, I've been doing this for 17 years, but I don't think I've ever been more excited by heat printing, right? It's it's cool the options that you can do and and also not just for new technologies uh, we did the trends this morning as well um and we had a couple of guys particularly um there was talking about like the 90s coming back in and we're seeing that like the puff so it's almost like we've got a culmination of the new tech and new op options the way we print and how accessible it is but hang on we're also dragging the old way of doing things back through again because it's cool and funky rhinestones puff uh, velvet, you know, like things like that and going for the Ed Hardy big print look, you know. Um, I, I just think it's awesome. I think it's really on. Things aren't dying. Things are only only growing and coming back around again for a second bite. And um, and that's an exciting space to be in when, when heat printing, for us, like it, it is the future. So, yeah, exciting. Excellent. Well, appreciate. Um, and, and I don't know, if the, will the video permanently be available? I know it's available for 30 days. Um, are we going to pull these videos down and upload them to some of the YouTube channels? Is that in the plans? They will, yeah, they will, they'll end up everywhere at some point, but 30 days guaranteed watching them back. Uh, but it might be over the coming months that the rest of them get released. Excellent. I didn't get a chance to see that one, so I can't wait to go back in and, and watch that one. It's getting lots of uh, rave reviews. So I'm excited. We may even share it with our sales team to help train them. <laughs>
um, as a part of it. So I guess that's my takeaway is that there is a never ending string of new content that can be created just when you think you've created it all. Uh, you have an event like this, right? And somebody says, do you have plans for shop layouts? Like just as one example, or have you ever thought about, you know, delivering this content or this? So yeah, certainly the product ideas are cool, but just content ideas on things that, that we know, like why can't we establish heat press training that people can use in their shop to onboard employees, mm -hmm. right? Like we can create specific content around that uh, idea. So the list of content ideas I've been keeping in my notebook uh, are certainly going to keep us busy for a while. Um, and I guess that's that goes along with my prediction is, um, yes, a lot of things in the industry are changing. But uh, for, for us, it's always been uh, education wins. And I think that's translatable to a lot of the apparel decorators businesses that are listening today. If you truly invest in your client, their objectives and their goals and make your mission as a company something bigger uh, than yourself, something that's not really selfish um right and that's bigger and about uh your customer or about some bigger cause like over time that's something people want to be around want to get behind that's a culture uh, people can get passionate about uh, and you can win with that and so make sure you uh take some of of what you've experienced here through stalls hopefully and you see how much we care and and translate that how can you apply that to your business and your culture uh to be able to grow and be a business that's been around for us for since 1932, so like 92 years uh, or something like that. And I feel like we're just getting started. And that's the super exciting part. And we're certainly just getting more collaborative and connective as one global company. So lots to learn, lots to share. So Andy, I feel like we got to give it up for Andy one time. I mean, this guy has been be yeah. taking care of us, MC and everything, uh, making sure our presentations were uploaded and ready. And then uh, Vicky behind the scenes and many others behind the scenes laying it out. We have a whole team on a behind the scenes chat that just knocked it out of the park as we covered earlier. So uh, that's a wrap. Anybody have a parting thought or toast or should we just go ahead and say, Cheers. Yeah, Cheers. I think somebody asked when it was happening again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah what is happening again guys you're on our list forevermore so we will uh, certainly announce another virtual event we're going to recover and regroup you need to implement some of these ideas but um i guess i'll say this we want to hear your feedback not just about how awesome today was that's cool we want to hear what you've taken away what you've implemented and we want you to check back with us in three months or six months and give us feedback like hey i learned this i took this and here's how it's benefited my business and let us share that uh, with other decorators so we can keep our customers in this industry growing all right so uh that's a wrap thank you guys so much uh for joining our first Woo! global master class we will do it again thanks <laughs> to cheers guys Happy thank you everybody bye see you later guys bye